So what is to be done? Here, I reiterate the conclusion to our undemocratic constitution. We need a new constitutional convention, one that could engage in a comprehensive overview of the U.S. Constitution and the utility of many of its provisions to 21st century Americans. I also hope that the electorate in states that allow voters to call new state conventions exercise that option and provide a classic modern laboratory that might convince their fellow Americans of the possibility of new constitutional conventions even in America in the new millennium. How would the delegates be selected? As suggested by the earlier discussion of lotteries as alternatives to elections or appointment, I would advocate that delegates from each state proportionate to overall population be selected by lottery with very limited restrictions on selection, the most obvious being age. I would give these delegates the salary for two years of a Supreme Court justice or senator given the public importance of their job, and also to make possible service by the less well-off. They would also collectively operate with a budget sufficient to allow hearings all over the United States and the world that would allow them to make the most informed choices possible regarding the kinds of issues examined throughout this book. I know all too well from discussions with friends and family that many, probably most listeners, will reject this call out of hand. Only rarely, I suspect, will rejection simply reflect high support for the Constitution or Constitutions we have now. If one believes it isn't broken, then there is no reason to think it needs a convention or anything else to fix it. But I have found that many of my interlocutors agree with many, whether or not all, of my criticisms. However, they are basically terrified of what might happen if their fellow citizens, however selected, actually embarked on serious reflection about the Constitution with the possibility of changing it should they find it inadequate. Their terror derives from a basic mistrust of their fellow Americans. No doubt, these listeners resonated with many of the unflattering descriptions of lower orders offered by Madison and Hamilton, among other architects of our Constitution, who were less than enamored with the capacities of ordinary people to engage in the tasks of governance. This is why there is not an iota of direct democracy in the U.S. Constitution. Yet we live in a country where 49 of the 50 state constitutions express, in their basic structures, a higher regard for ordinary Americans.